Welcome to the Bethel World Outreach Church Podcast. It's our prayer that wherever you are in life, today's message will help you draw closer in your relationship with God. Enjoy the message. Amen. Thank God for the privilege to present the Word of God to you this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God for Bishop and uh, Pastor Chris who give us the confidence. They have confidence in us to allow us to minister. I always, when I stand here, I stand in fear and trembling. But I know that the greater one, he lives inside of us. Amen. So let's pray and we're getting the word. Father, we bless you. We praise you. We thank you. We thank you that you are so good. We thank you. You are wonderful. You are excellent. We thank you, Lord, that you have revealed yourself in Christ Jesus. Holy Spirit, we thank you. You are our teacher, our helper, our counselor, and our friend. I yield myself to you this morning. Come and minister to your people. Be glorified, Lord Jesus. It's your name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. In spite of everything that may be going on, I know it's glad, we are glad. The psalmist said, I was glad when it said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. So this morning when I was asked to minister, I was like, oh, what should I minister on? The obvious thing, 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given us the spirit of, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this morning we just want to remind ourselves that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given us the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind. This scripture is found in 2 Timothy 1.7. And the apostle Paul was writing to his um, spiritual son, Timothy. So let me just give you the background. Timothy was a pastor in the church in Ephesus. And this was during the time, there came a time that the, what his name, Nero, became what? In charge, he was the emperor. And he was so wicked, he, were, he was killing Christians. Even Timothy's um, mentor, the apostle Paul, he was in prison, ready to be slaughtered by Nero. Believers were panicking, they were fearful, some were denying the faith, and Timothy, no doubt, maybe day in, day out, he saw his congregation one dwindling because people were leaving town. You know why? Do I know it? If you read um, further in the chapter, Paul says, All those who are in Asia, they deserted me. So there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of panic. People didn't know what to do, throw and fro. And the apostle Paul writes to Timothy to remind him. And so this morning, I'm here to remind us, including myself, that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given us the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and 
Hallelujah. You know, we live in uncertain times. The word of God says in Isaiah 60, which is a prophetic word concerning the end times, he says that darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people. In the same uh, second Timothy, in chapter 3, Paul says that in the last days, and how do you know that we are in the last days? Even if we are not in the last of the last days, from the time Jesus died, we enter the last days. So we are closer to the last days than the time of the Apostle Paul in Timothy. And Paul says that in the last days, he says what? Perilous times will come. That word perilous means days that are hard to bear, days that are troublesome, days that are dangerous. So it is not just coronavirus. You see, we are just experiencing coronavirus, but there were some people who experienced Ebola. There are some people who, are, who have experienced wars and rumors of wars. There are believers that are being massacred even as we stand here today for their faith. In Nigeria, for example, Boko Haram is massacring believers. I, 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 how should I say? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it is not getting better. Because the Bible says, it will go from worse to worse. In fact, he says, evil men and seducers will grow up worse and worse. But I did not come to talk about the times. And I did not come to talk about the spirit of fear. I came like the apostle Paul reminded Timothy to remind us about what we have. So let me stay here. I will try to teach and behave myself. Paul says he has not given, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but, you know that word, but some people say blessed, well, blessed truth, something truth, I forgot it. Oh, blessed undeniable truth. Blessed undeniable truth. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but God has given us the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. So let's dissect what God has given us. The word power there means, in the Greek, is dynamos, which means the power for performing miracles. Inherent power. It also means in the Greek the power and the strength of armies. This is the power of the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul in Ephesians 1, he's praying for the sins and he says to them that he, wa he wants them to receive revelation. Okay? He said God will give them the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. So one of the things he's praying that God will give them wisdom and revelation of is the power that has been made available unto them. Hallelujah. 
Let's read. I would not just quote. I wanted to quote, but let's just let's read it. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 1, I think it's verse 19. Hallelujah. Let me make sure. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Amen. I'm excited. God is so good. He's a wonderful God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so yes, it's verse 19. Okay. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, continue to 20. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Child of God. God has not given us the spirit of peace. Of fear, but what God has given us is power. And the power that you have residing in you is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The power that defeated death, hell, grave, and caused Jesus to rise victorious. And now, when did he rise? He ascended, the word of God says, and he seated in heavenly places far above all principalities, all powers, all might, all dominions. Turn to your neighbor and say, same power. is residing in us. Timothy was probably fearful. Timothy perplexed, wondering what to do. But I mean, when I was studying the thing, I was like, unbelievable. The person who is writing to encourage Timothy, he is in prison with a death sentence over his head. But he writes Timothy, he said, Timothy, don't forget. Remember what you have received. Power. Say power. The resurrection power of Jesus Christ is what is residing in us. Hallelujah. We have to remind ourselves in these dangerous times, in these difficult times, in uncertain times, that God has given us and we have residing within us the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise Jesus. It is an earth-shattering power. This power that lives inside of us overcomes every natural thing and overcomes every spiritual opposition. Think about it. When Jesus was in the grave, hell, all the forces of hell were arrayed against him, right? Even the agents, the human agents on the earth, they had a big stone. So there was so much opposition but the Bible says in Romans 1, he was declared to be the son of God by the resur- through the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. 
God displayed, in fact, the power of the resurrection that was displayed in the resurrection was even greater than the power that was displayed in creation because in creation there was no opposition. And it is that power that we have residing in us. It is world overcoming power. And we need to remind ourselves daily as we go about our business, as we encounter all kinds of stuff, as we hear people say things, we remind ourselves that what? God has given us what? The spirit of power. That's what is, ah, thank you Holy Ghost. I pray that it would, you see it's one thing to know the word of God, yeah. It is another thing to know the word of God, yeah. We need in this year of glory to know what we carry, to know who we are, to know what we have. We are not ordinary people, children of God. We carry the resurrection power. We carry explosive power. We carry dynamo power. We carry earth-shattering power. We carry power that can overcome every obstacle, every situation. There is nothing, nothing that can overcome the power of God that is resident inside of you. Remind yourself. You see the Apostle Paul, he's in prison. He has a death sentence over his head. And tradition tells us that Paul was uh, uh, beheaded. That will keep you up at night. But he's in prison and he's so confident that what I carry is greater. So come hell, come high water, come Nero. It's greater. You see, many times when we think about this power that works in us, we are thinking of power that is flowing through us to work miracles so that we can flow in the gifts of the Spirit, so that we can see tremendous answers to prayer. But this time, listen to me keenly, this time, the manifestation of that power that Paul is reminding Timothy of is the ability of that power to cause you to endure hardship, affliction, trouble, and remain steadfast, unmovable. Yes! It is a power that will cause you, why people are getting afraid here and there of a coronavirus, it causes you to remain steadfast, unmovable. You see, sometimes the greatest display of God's power is to cause us to be unmoved. What I said about you, everyone is panicking. And you are steadfast. What I said about you, Paul, 
You have a death sentence on your head. And you are a move. You are the one encouraging people. Because the power of God. The grace of God. The anointing of God. It is this power. Hey. You see, oh Jesus, open our eyes and give us revelation, oh God. The three Hebrew boys, they did not even have this power living inside of them. But they trusted the God of power. And they said, King, we are not mindful. We are not bowing down to this idol. What kind of confidence will make you see the fiery furnace that you are there threatening you that we will place you in the fire and you say, King, we don't even care. Why don't you put us in the fire? <laughs> Why don't you don't put us in the fire? We don't care because we know our God. Now, they knew their God and his power. But for us, Paul tells us, and that's why in Ephesians 1, he's praying, and he said, Lord, give us wisdom, revelation. Let them know that the power is not up, coming down. The power is in, coming out. So no matter the difficulties, people of God, I don't know about you, but I know that we are living in the last days and it is going to go from bad, it is going to go to worse. We need to know, to know by revelation, to know deep down in our knower that the power that we carry can overcome anything. If it overcame death, if it overcame hell, if it overcame grave, there is nothing. Satan, you can try your words at the church. The power within us has already overcome. So Paul said, Timothy, you are able to remain fearless without panic bold courageous because hey, you have received the resurrection power turn to somebody and say remind yourself you carry power you carry world overcoming power. That power overcomes anything that the enemy brings. On earth, it overcomes. In heaven, it overcomes. You are seated above in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Now, Paul says, you have received the spirit of power. But then he says the spirit of power is the spirit of love. 
What's love got to do with this? Spirit of power, I understand. But the same spirit of power is the spirit of love. What is Paul saying? Hallelujah. Paul is reminding Timothy <laughs> that the antidote to fear is a revelation of the love of God. I will say it again. Paul is reminding Timothy that the answer, the cure for fear and panic is love. 1 John 4, 8 tells us that perfect love, which means mature love, when you get the revelation of how much God loves you, it drives. It drives out fear. It drives out dread. It drives out terror. You know, praise and worship, you were prophesying, you were preaching my sermon this morning. I said, what is going on? Because when you know how come, how much God loves you, nothing, the Bible says, he will never forsake us. No situation, no problem. God has got your back. So that is why when we go through trials, when we go through tribulations, the devil comes there to tell us God doesn't love you. Because he knows that when you know that you know that you know that you know that you are engraved in the palm of his hands. It is the power. But it is the love. The same power of, the same spirit of power is the power of love. Why? Because the spirit of God is God and the nature of God is love. And it's about time in these difficult days that we have confidence in the love of God to keep us. In the keeping power of the love of God. You see, these three Hebrew boys, they were in the Old Testament, but they knew their God. And I've come to tell you that the Bible says in Daniel chapter 12, that those who know their God in these last and evil days, they will be strong, they will do exploit, because they know God, they know he's a keeper, they know he will never forsake them, he will never leave them. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, Nothing, 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 nothing can separate us from the Lord. Nothing can separate you, church. In fact, let's go there. Oh, Rabbasan, Rabbasoto, Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah, I believe. Starting from first, third. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy One of Israel. Amen. The word of God says, I will start from verse 31. What then can we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Next verse. He who did not spare his own son, but deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Next verse. 
Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemned? It is Christ who died and furthermore is risen, who is even at the right hand of God, making intercession for us. Next verse. Let's read that together, church. Shall separate us, the love of Christ. Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword. Next verse. As it is for us. For your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Next verse. There in all these things. Go. Through him who. Next verse. I am but. Which means, as a believer, you are boxed in by the love of God. You cannot go so far this way, the love of God. 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 But it also means that whatever Satan and the world throws at you, this way, the love of God. This way, the love of God. This way, the love of God. That way, the love of God. We have to be persuaded. We have to be rooted, grounded in this revelation. And the Apostle Paul, he knew it. That is what he, why in um, Second Timothy, he's still talking to um, Timothy in verse 12 in that same chapter 1, verse 12. Oh, hallelujah. He, talk, he said, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed for our what? For I know in whom I have believed. And I am that he is to keep what I've committed to him against that day. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you persuaded of the love of God? You know, I I went through a situation in my life 
many years ago, strange times, almost 15 years ago. And if you look at my natural situation, the devil was just telling me, God doesn't love you. And my situation was telling me, God doesn't love you. But at the time, I did not even know what I was doing. But I kept telling myself, every time that voice would whisper in my ears, God doesn't love you. I say, I don't care what you say. I know. I know. I know. Even though my situation does not show me that God loves me, but it has nothing to do with my situation. It has nothing to do with my feelings. I know by revelation. I know by the fact, not even by my experience. I know by revelation. I know by the cry of the Spirit in my heart, Abba Father, that God loves me. And I believe there is somebody here this morning. You're going through trials. You're going through situations. You are tempted to get depressed. The enemy is telling you that God does not love you. But I came here this morning to encourage you. I came here to tell you, you must be persuaded that no matter what you are going through, God has got you. God is a God of love. Nothing will separate you from the love of God. Harabasuto. Hallelujah. It is the power of the spirit of power and it's the spirit of love. Let's turn to Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, I came to teach. I really didn't want to stir myself up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3. Hallelujah. This is where Paul is. It's a prayer, and I encourage us, let's pray this prayer over ourselves, starting from verse 14. But because of time, I will not read the whole thing. But I want to read... Okay, let me just read. He says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man. We need to be strengthened with that power. That word might is the same power. We need, you see, a Timothy probably knew he, he was a pastor. So that tells you that even pastors, sometimes you can go through stuff that you need reminder. So Paul told him, stir up yourself. So Paul is here praying for the believers that they will be what? Strengthened with that power. And the way we strengthen ourselves is by reminding ourselves, rehearsing, hurting it to us. Okay? So he says, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith that you will be, yes, we are coming, rooted and grounded in love. This is how. It's just another way of being fully persuaded. Rooted, you see, a, tr a tree that is deeply rooted 
What happens when the storms come? After the, the, the storm passes, the next morning, what do you see? You see some trees, they are on the ground because their roots were not strong, right? But then you see other trees that are what? They seem storm, they seem trial, they seem tempest, but that tree is standing. What will cause us to stand? What will cause us to abide in the midst of the trials, in the midst of the storm, in a difficult time? Children of God, we must be rooted. We must be grounded in the revelation of the love of God. God loves me. He loves me. He is seeking only good for me. No good thing with he will fall for me. I mean, I'm amazed at the Apostle Paul. This man is in prison. He's about to be killed. He is unmoved. He said, first of all, I have finished my course. And he said, I am fully convinced. I am persuaded. I am rooted. I am grounded in the revelation that God got me. God loves me. Come hell. Come high water. Come Nero. Come beheading. Nothing. Not even death. You know, so many of us, we are afraid of death. But you can reach a point where you know that death is swallowed up in victory. That the same God that has kept you is the same God that loves you. And having loved you, loved you, he will love you to the end. And in eternity, you will still experience his love. So like Paul reminded Timothy, I just came here this morning. I will soon take my seat. To remind us, not about the spirit of fear, but of what we have. We have the spirit of power, and that spirit of power is the spirit of love. And then briefly, he said, the spirit of a sound mind. And I was saying, Lord, sound mind. Then I began to realize something. Fear panic can make you crazy. It makes you to do crazy stuff. You lose your mind. And I believe there were people in those days who were losing their minds. And I know there are some people today who have lost their minds. But we are not those people. Because God has given us a spirit of a sound mind. Which means we have the mind of Christ. We don't panic. We don't fear. We don't give up. We don't give in. We know the word of God. We declare the word of God. We speak the word of God. So why people are, the Bible says, listen church. You think I'm talking about coronavirus, but I'm really not talking about coronavirus. I'm talking about the times in which we live. The Bible says these times, men's hearts will fail them because of fear of what is coming on the earth. It is going to get much worse. 
Yeah, thank you, says Joyce. He said it. It's going to get much worse. But that's Isaiah 60 that says, darkness will cover the earth. He said, and cross darkness the people. He said, but the glory of God will rise. So I know when we think about glory, we're just thinking about miracles, we are thinking about signs, we are thinking about wonders, and that's good. But glory is also the ability to, to stand, the ability to be on move, the ability to trust in the love of God, come hell, come high water, what the devil does, what the economy does, what coronavirus does, what Ebola does, what war does, what persecution does, we don't care because... Death also is a manifestation of glory. God wants to make us a sign and a wonder. When people are fearful, when they are panicking, when they are giving up, when men are failing. Yeah, are a people going through the same thing or even worse. Who knows who they are and whose they are and who know what they carry. Earth-shattering power who are rooted, grounded, established in the love of God and who are not going crazy. Because they know they have the mind of Christ. They are accessing, they are downloading stuff from inside. But of course, in order to download the stuff, you need to have put the stuff. (laughs) So as I close, how can we The title of my message was, How Can We Live Victorious in These Uncertain Times? How Can We Live Overcoming Lives in These Uncertain Times? We have to know. Not just know by head knowledge, but know by revelation. The same power that raised Christ from the dead, it was inside of us. Church, we have to be rooted, grounded, established in the love of God by revelation. The word of God has been coming to us concerning love. We have a responsibility to remind ourselves, to rehearse it, and to pray. Because you see, Paul here, he was praying. And when he even told Timothy to stir himself up, he was telling Timothy, remind yourself and then pray. Because you see, like Bishop said, you are releasing that power as you pray. I encourage you, even take these efficient prayers and pray them over yourself. You see, if you are waiting to prepare in the day of calamity, it might be too late. So now, 
when things are okay, quote unquote, we, yeah, we need to get established in the revelation that we can't have the power of God. We need to get rooted and grounded and established in the revelation of the love of God. We need our minds to be renewed with the truth of this world. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, I think it's in prophet, it says, if, if you faint in a day of trouble, your strength is small. So, we should not faint in a day of trouble, but in order for us not to faint in a day of trouble, guess what? We have been strengthened through the revelation that we have the power of God and we are rooted and grounded in the love of God. That we know God's word. So in times of difficulty and trouble, we will be like that tree. Planted by the rivers. We are not moved. In Jesus' name. Can we stand up? Begin to pray. Begin to thank God for that dynamite power, for that resurrection power. Begin to thank him for the revelation of his love. Ah, Rabbi Santa, for the height, for the depth, for the of it inside of us. Begin to pray, church. Oh, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you that in this year of glory, hallelujah, we will be unshakable, we will be unmovable, we will always abound. Because we know what we carry, we know whose we are. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Let's begin to pray in the spirit. Take one second and pray in the spirit. Energize yourself. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for listening today. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. To learn more about Bethel or to support this ministry financially, please visit us at www.bethelcityofhope.com. You can also connect with us via Facebook or Instagram at Bethel City of Hope. Thanks again. Have a great day.